Hello, and welcome to the Wheel Talk podcast daily coverage of the Giordana. My name is Abby Mickey, and I am joined by the one and only Hannah Barnes. Hannah, hello. Hello. This is the first time I worked out in seven years that I'm not in Italy in the first week of, the, of July, so good to be here in different capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still focused on the Giro, but definitely in a different way. And you're currently riding for Uno X, but not, as you said, not at the Giro. So we're really excited to get your takes for post-race analysis on, on how things are going. And today we were going to talk about the first stage, but it has been canceled due to heavy rain. I think there are still some things that we can talk about. One, I just love the debate. Is it a time trial? Is it a prologue? Technically, it's a time trial, but it's like 400 meters longer than a prologue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Giro, I think we've we've started with a prologue quite a lot over the years. I've done a lot of short ones there. But I mean, it's a chance for the time trial national champs to get their new skin seats out. So That's true. <laughs> I mean, last year, it was only 300 meters longer than this year's one and i feel like it still did some interesting things to the race i mean you had the jersey change hands in the first couple days because of it which was pretty cool and like a good opportunity for the track riders to kind of show their strength on the road yeah i mean we've had it quite a few years where it's been a team time trial um the first stage which i don't it doesn't always play into some teams and gc riders at hand so there's probably quite a lot of the GC riders that are pleased that it's just their individual efforts that's gonna gonna play the part today. Mm-hmm. But not today. No, unfortunately. <laughs> not today because when the stage was paused due to heavy rain, and we mean heavy rain, they're like head on over to escapecollective.com and I did a write-up on the stage and the cancellation, and the roads were basically just like covered in water and there were parts of the roads that were also really muddy because mud had kind of slid off of the the sides of the roads and onto the road so it was really horrible conditions but we still had a bunch of riders go 87 riders still to start when the call was made that the stage would be canceled so there was still some interesting things that happened there's definitely still some things to talk about but as far as that first stage Poor Tilda, her call that Chloe Daggart was going to take the jersey today and hold it all the way to the end. Not so much. A little bit less hope for Chloe to win win the Giro, but still not done. It's not over yet. <laughs> Should we talk about the riders that did get to race? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's interesting because, I mean, the weather for I haven't seen the weather forecast. Um, but clearly Movistar and potentially Jumbo Visma and maybe FTJ as well. And with Chloe at Canyon, they must have looked mm-hmm. at the weather forecast and put those riders going off early because they've already finished. Unfortunately, that was now they've technically got a disadvantage because they've done that full full gas effort, five minute effort, and it's come to know nothing. But um, yeah, they must have prepared for that when they were putting the riders in for the start list. Yeah, interesting that you mentioned that actually, Hannah. I have some audio diaries from riders on the ground, and Nina Kessler of Jaco Lula mentioned a bit about how her team decided where to put the riders. Well, that was um, day one. Um, yeah, that started pretty weird. Uh, we knew that uh, the weather was pretty unpredictable and that it, it could rain or maybe not. So we checked like all the weather apps and with everybody it was like something else. And so if a stage race starts with a time trial, the DS can um, 
choose the order so um, yeah they, I was like almost one of the last one so when it started it started already like raining and then it started thundering and then we heard that girls were crashing and so then they cancelled it for a bit and that's weird I think I never had this before in a race where you're like warming up and then don't know like when to take your like final gel or when to start your warm-up or it, so it was it was pretty weird but yeah I think in the end it's good that they like cancelled it but I don't think there's like a good thing you could do today like it was dangerous but it's also like sad for the girls that did race and also when they cancelled it the first time you know, girls already like finished in like really shit conditions, and then they are waiting to good conditions. So yeah, in yeah, what when is it fair? And well, it's really sad for my team. And actually, uh, uh, Letitia, she was like standing first. So yeah, she was a bit disappointed, of course, that I cancelled it, and um, she did amazing even in this like crazy weather. But yeah, that's cycling and I think they choose for like safety and um, yeah, so actually the race starts tomorrow and not today. Pretty weird, but it is how it is. Let's hope on some better weather tomorrow and um, we're gonna make a good race tomorrow and let's show how strong we are because the girls that did ride today for my team, they did really good. Well, I, I, I didn't start yet. I started my warm-up, but... <laughs> and then I did my cool-down, so... But, let's see how it goes tomorrow, and... Um, yeah, I hope the weather is gonna be good. How much damage does a five-minute effort do, though, if, if we're talking about, like, how this will play into the rest of the race? I imagine, like, it's maybe not ideal, but it probably isn't going to make a massive difference. Um, no, I think for some people it's pretty good to have that opener. The opener. Um, because, yeah, it's hard. I think there'll probably be some riders that are still going to try and just do some sort of openers on the on the trainer, even though it's been cancelled, just to get their body and their heart rate up for tomorrow's stage. Like you said, a lot of the GC favorites already did get to actually race before they cancelled the stage. Like, Annemiek Van Vluten was second provincially on the start on the finish line before they canceled the stage behind Letizia Paternoster, which is an awesome it would have been a super awesome result for her if that if the stage had ended with the same top three that there was uh before it was canceled. Letizia obviously being a really, really decorated uh track cyclist who races for Jayco Lula and hasn't really done a ton on the road in the last couple of years. She was riding with Trek Segafredo. She's won stage of the tour down under with them and and been a key part of their program from its beginning. But this year she's or recently she's swapped teams and now this would have been a massive result for her. Yeah, she's had a pretty slow start to the season. Um, so yeah, when I looked at that, I was just following just the, the results coming in and I saw that she was leading at the moment and I thought that was actually pretty cool. I was happy for her, but when I'd seen, I actually had a look at the stage and I saw it and I saw the length of it. I knew that there's a lot of track races that would have really liked the look of it. Um, and you can see that, I mean, I've only got the top 20 here, but probably half of those, um, are from the track. So yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Georgia Baker was um, 
Gracie Alvin's call for today and she was sitting in sixth, but she also got like some of the worst weather because it was paused right after she came through. Yeah, so definitely. And like for Chloe Daggart, who's also obviously a track rider, but targeting the GC at this race, the weather would have been a massive impact on her because she doesn't have a ton of experience on the road. Turns out Chloe Daglet doesn't really hold back. She goes into every race and just wants to send it. So yeah, hopefully she's okay carrying on into the into the next stages and yeah, heal up quick. But um, yeah, just looking at that, it just looked like the roads are just like ice out there. So good call from the, from the organizers and yeah, hopefully tomorrow the sun will be shining for the girls. You're better off losing two seconds in a prologue like this instead of potentially sliding out on one of those corners so tomorrow will be really interesting I, I was looking at tomorrow thinking oh I think this is like a reduced bunch day but now that there is no pink jersey handed out yet what do you think that will do for tomorrow's stage I mean it's the pink jersey so yeah it's the, the sprinters that probably didn't really think that they would have a chance to get get the jersey it's, it's I mean it's the pink jersey everyone wants to hold that so I think tomorrow's stage is going to be crucial um There'll be riders that would have been going into tomorrow's stage thinking they were about 10 seconds down, potentially. Um, and now they're all on level playing field again. So, yeah, it's going to be a good stage. Yeah, and I mean, Lorena Weebus in the peloton, it's like hard to see past her whenever it's there's a possibility of a sprint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also got to hear from Loretta Hansen of Trexegafredo, who did actually get to race. So let's hear from Loretta. Hi everyone, uh, this is Loretta Hansen from Little Trek and I'm currently in Chianchiano Terme in Italy for, for the start of the Giro Don. Um, and over the next two 10 days, I'm going to try and keep an audio diary um, to give you guys a bit of an insight into to what it's like, what the racing's like here and uh, life on the road in, in Italy. So um, yeah, I guess today, uh, stage one, we have the prologue. It's um, 4.4 k's long. It's obviously quite fast. Uh, there's a couple of, of little drags in it, some a sort of technical little descent. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be a bit of fun. There's potentially some rain predi predicted in the afternoon. So uh, yeah, it, it could be a bit of a luck of the draw of, um, of your starting time, whether you get rain or not. And then that could have a big impact uh, on finish times, but um, yeah, we we have Gaia Realini as as first off, so um, yeah, we're we're excited to to get underway here here with the racing. Like, there's a lot of excitement around the race in general. You know, there was a little bit little bit of uh, anxiety, I think, as to whether we were actually going to be racing. Um, you know, but it's it's exciting to be here. And then, of course, for us uh, as as our first race as Little Trek, it was. Um, quite fun showing up at the presentation last night with uh, everyone looking and, and checking out our new kit. Like we're all really excited to to represent a new brand and and yeah, make some make some big goals and big changes for the future. So um, yeah, we're we're all here ready, excited, um, looking forward to racing. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good Giro. There's some some really tough stages, no real mountaintop finishes. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good tour. Uh, we've got a good team here and um, yeah, a strong field in general. So it's going to be a good 10 days in Italy and uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Lots of, lots of pasta, lots of good coffee and um, hopefully lots of good memories. So yeah, I'll keep you updated as we go along and um, yeah, look forward to sharing some stories. So we're just in the car uh, on the way back from the prologue. 
Um, at Giro, you never know what you're going to get. And today was exactly that. Um, Gaia, what did you think of the weather today? Uh, today, rain, cat and dogs. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a little bit chaotic. Um, we had hail, super heavy rain, like it, and it all started two minutes into the prologue. So not even the first rider had a dry ride. Um, they delayed us for a little while when we had uh, really heavy rain and some flash flooding, and then they started again, and then uh, it dried for a little bit. But uh, again, the rain came again, and it was just too much. Like there was a lot of water on the road, so in the in the end, they decided it wasn't safe. And um, yeah, they cancelled the stage. So I guess we all start tomorrow on the same time. And um, yeah, we go from there. But I think everyone uh, felt okay today. And we're looking forward to, to the real start tomorrow. All right. Well, Hannah and I will be back tomorrow to talk about the second stage. First stage, pretty dramatic, but in the end, anticlimactic. And yeah, but there'll be more. We have a lot to talk about this week. Hannah, thanks so much for, for jumping on this call with me. Pleasure. One of the GC hopefuls for EF Education Tipco Silicon Valley Bank, Veronica Urs, has a bit to say about the stage. Yep. So we just are transferring from the stage one to stage two of the Girodonna. Um, stage one was the prologue, or was supposed to be the prologue. Um, say about half of the people. Uh, half of the ladies were able to go off until it was canceled. It was going, and within the first 30 ladies, 15, 15 to 18, I think, I guess, went down. Uh, and that was before the torrential downpour. There was a pretty sketchy downhill um, that was a bit tricky, but then once it started raining even a little bit, it just got incredibly slick. Um, and there were even crashes happening in the course before the really tricky descent um, just because of how slick the roads were. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, the rain was one thing and then there was pretty severe thunder and lightning. Um, so <laughs> it was a chaotic start to the Giro, but uh, yeah, fortunately for my team, the out of the seven of us, four of us, raced and um unfortunately lizzie went down but fortunately she's okay um and the rest of us stayed up upright who were able to race um hoping everybody that went down is okay um and we'll get a fresh start going into tomorrow we will close out the episode by hearing from Neve Fisher Black, the SD Works rider who will be one of the women leading the charge for the Dutch team this week. Hey, listeners, this is Neve coming to you from Tuscany, Italy, um, from the Girodonna. We, well, this was meant to be uh, the day of the stage one, a prologue, 4.4Ks very tricky and around a little city little italian city and you know italian roads they can be a bit uh, crazy bumpy um even in the dry it was sketchy i have to say there were some crashes even in the recon yesterday and this morning when i was reconning it yeah it was all about uh, taking the right lines and slippery even in the dry uh, on a small descent there so i have to say i was very nervous for today i think a lot of people were and I think a lot of people's nerves, including mine, went heightened even more when it started to tip down and a thunderstorm came over us just as the first riders went off. It was a, yeah, 
I mean, pretty severe thunderstorm. One of those ones when you're, you see the lightning and you're counting for the thunder and it's a matter of seconds. It's there and grumbling just above you. Uh, yeah, but I think the danger was mostly just, yeah, of course, the slippery roads, tricky course. It was about, uh, yeah, weighing the risk and staying safe, especially with eight days ahead. Yeah, I think half the field managed to do their TT and there was there was some crashes and that was horrible for me actually sitting on the bus waiting and hearing crash after crash happened, this person crashed, that person crashed, my teammates coming and saying, whoa. <laughs> and then I just managed my warm-up and the organisers decided to cancel the race completely. Um, I think mostly due to, yeah, I mean, the conditions were very adverse <laughs> and a lot of people were crashing even some I heard some team cars were struggling and um I think in the end mainly due to some flooding on the roads it was just it was at a point where it was too dangerous and they were kept on having to neutralize the race um so yeah that was day one of the Giro Donna um <laughs> welcome to the Giro I guess huh um I think yeah, some people will be very annoyed about today because maybe they went out there and did a good TT or they had a crash or something and in the end it was for nothing. But yeah, some people are also happy because, I mean, crashing means losing time and things like that. I'm in a bit two minds, you know. As I say, I was very nervous about it, so <laughs> I, I wasted a lot of nervous energy anyway. Um, but tomorrow's really a new day, huh? Uh, we start again the Gerodon tomorrow. Uh, fresh start. So... Yeah, that's the zero for you. Uh, never ceases to surprise. Yeah, see you again tomorrow.